This is Two Peas in a Pod, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about um, different POC and um, their experiences, their culture, and their thoughts about different issues. Today, I'm here with Lou Jane. Hi, um, my name is Lou Jane. I go to Leo Hayes High School. I use she, her pronouns, and I am an Arab and a Muslim who is also an immigrant. I moved here to almost three three years ago, um, but yeah. Thank you, Lerjane, for being here today. Um, I'm going to start off by asking you some questions. What stereotypes have you heard or do you face? Um, so I've definitely faced, um, I'm going to give you an example of every single, you know, stereotype I've faced for every minority, minority group I am in. Um, and for the first one, it's Arab, and it's for being oppressed, but I am not, I would not say I'm oppressed. I definitely have overprotective parents, and it makes it harder for me to argue with them about it, um, just because, you know, my parents are overprotective. I definitely can't do as much as all my my other friends can do, but it's also, you know, the rules that apply to me apply to my brother, too, so, you know, they associate that with, like, you know, being oppressed because I'm a woman in my culture, that's definitely a stereotype. I don't think, um, I don't, you know, like we don't do that in our culture. Um, I've been also, you know, this guy trying to prove his point that I'm dumb and using the fact that I'm, I'm in it, an immigrant as his point, um, which, you know, makes it harder for me just because I have to try twice it's two times as harder at school to you know prove him wrong or it it is kind of somewhat true but it's also like um I don't think it's because I'm an immigrant you know like um I think I'm definitely good at school and I'm not dumb but you know people just like to think what they want to um and then (laughs) the third example I've been called a terrorist because I'm Muslim I feel like Piper, I think you were there when it happened. You were arguing with this guy about it, and then he was, like, he was being ignorant about it. I, I love you so much. I did not know you then, but, you know, you were arguing with him, and I was just there, and he was like, yeah, all Muslims are terrorists, and, yeah. That's another stereotype that I face, but that's it, yeah. I know, like, even talking about, you know, these these subjects can be really hard, and I'm I'm really thankful that you're here with us today. Um, I actually remember that that experience. Um, I think I was talking about like the government, and I was talking about Jagmeet saying and everything he was doing, and yeah. he was talking about the stereotype that all Muslims are terrorists, and I I think it's such an awful stereotype, and I think like how especially scary it is. Like I constantly see on media videos of. Um, Muslim women, especially the ones who wear hijabs, them talking about how hard it is to get on a plane and the comments they face, especially. Yeah, I've definitely got, like, when I went with my family, like, to an airport, I've definitely got those random checks, which I don't think they were very random. I think, you know, they were meant, like, you know, they wanted to check us, but they would just call it random. So, you know, they don't face any backlash for it. Do you feel as if your voice isn't really heard based off judgment from others? Um, so 
So I haven't really experienced that yet, or at least maybe if I did, I don't really associate it with, you know, my my skin color being different or just like me being different. Uh, maybe maybe if I'm like I'm more of a quiet person in like big groups, so I definitely associate associate it with what type of person I am. Um, you know, like I haven't experienced it yet, but. Or maybe not thought of of it that way. So, but yeah. Is there a time you have ever felt unsafe at school because of what you look like or even out in public? And how did it make you feel? So, I definitely, like, because I, my family, uh, my sister and my mom wear the hijab. So, we definitely get a lot of looks outside in public, you know just you know you could tell like people aren't being very nice just with their looks um and at school like the same guy I was talking to you about um he was like and he's in some of my classes and sometimes hangs out with my friends and it definitely makes me uncomfortable sometimes just because of you know the way he thinks and there has been other instances where this guy was just being disrespectful uh while like trying to quote-unquote get educated about my culture and my religion but he was just being disrespectful with the way he was asking questions so I've definitely like been uncomfortable in public or at school um I've yeah I've also been called like told I sounded tacky at school and I don't know that wasn't very nice very mean but it made me uncomfortable just because it's like, okay, like, what do I do about it then, you know? Uh, but, yeah, definitely instances where it's just like an awkward, like an awkward interaction inter- happens at school and it makes me uncomfortable, definitely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, how do you deal with these disrespectful questions or comments? So, when I first moved here, you know, I was like an immigrant, you know, still feeling very vulnerable at the beginning I don't know how people act here like I don't know what I'm supposed to and not supposed to do uh just not familiar with the place at the beginning I would just not say anything about it I wouldn't argue back with whoever said whatever um I definitely now try to educate people on uh you know certain stereotypes they mentioned to me or certain stuff they say to me that aren't very nice or not true I would definitely try to educate them on it if I feel like they're just trying to be disrespectful without, like, you know, accidentally just, like, being ignorant. Um, I just ignore it, you know. Don't let it, like, affect me and how I'm feeling in the moment, you know. Just ignore it and brush it off, you know. It's so hard because I I deal with disrespectful questions and comments all the time. And sometimes you always just want to tell people they're wrong and why their mindset is awful, but these bigoted people already have their their opinions, and no matter what you say, it feels like you won't get through to them. But you know, yeah. and it's not always your job to educate them because you know, if they really wanted to learn about them, it's a quick Google search to find out about them. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you feel like um a lot of friends like come to you about advice? You know, like people from other cultures as well. Um, do you feel like? you've really been able to um, help other people in that way? So, I feel like Fredericton is a very small city, so I don't meet a lot of people who are, like, you know, you know, different race, same race as me, maybe um, 
recently moved here. I've definitely met, like, people who have moved here before me, so I would ask them for advice or, you know, same race as me and just, you know, ask them what they do in certain situations. Like, um, I haven't been in a position where I get to educate someone, but I would love to if I get a chance. Are there any places at school or in our community where we can um, talk to or help um, people who are just moving here or people from other cultures or races? I know that one example is Global Minds, which is an amazing group that connects other people. But are there any other places that do so? Do you participate in any of them? Uh, Yeah, I was going to say Global Minds. I actually participate in Global Minds. um, And I feel like it's a great, like, way to just educate each other on it because um we we had some very friendly conversations about certain topics like on halloween what you know at uh culture appropriation and i i it was it was a really great conversation because i got to educate actually a teacher about about it and she it was like she was saying yeah like there's a very fine line between culture appreciation and appropriation and I was like, um, no, like, you can't really appreciate the culture on Halloween. Uh, but anyways, yeah, um, Global Minds is definitely a great place uh, that I also participated to just educate people on it. And I know a bunch of other clubs like that help um, people to, like, understand sexuality, too. Um, I haven't joined it yet, but I, th- I think that's a great you know, the clubs at school, they are great uh, places to just get educated on certain topics. What are some big changes people can do to be a better ally of people who um, are a different race than them or um, are from a different culture? Um, as you said earlier, definitely like researching, like educating yourself before talking to a person of color or just like, you know someone who is part of a minority group like if you have those very basic questions that are a quick google search uh i feel like there it's there's no need for for you to actually ask the person um themselves when you can easily do it on google if it's like more of a complicated question like google isn't giving very like um clear answers that's when yeah like i totally don't mind questions i feel like um they're trying to understand and they're not you know they're not trying to be ignorant or anything like I definitely appreciate questions but there's like you know these very silly questions that could definitely be avoided by just like searching on google um another thing is validating your friends like feelings and they're like um like, if there was, like, an awkward interaction that happened and they tell you about it, like, definitely validate how uh, they are feeling about it, you know? Because I sometimes look for validation from my friends on whether I should actually be upset about something that happened or not, you know, just because I question myself. But, um, yeah, definitely telling them that, um, you know, they're valid for feeling this way uh, is a good way to be a good ally. And another thing, which I don't know if everyone agrees with, but personally I do, I feel like if someone sticks up to me at a point where I'm vulnerable, like in a conversation uh, where someone, in my case, 
I'm a different race and they look down upon me. I feel like if someone who is white and, you know, quote unquote, is like superior in this, like, um, in this instance, and if they were just like backing up what I was saying to prove to like make that ignorant person feel dumb for like attacking me with like those false arguments, because I've definitely had friends who would be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he said that. That's awful," and I was just there thinking like, "Well, maybe he could have said something." So I wasn't there by myself trying to fend for myself when he was just like not listening to me, anyways, you know. I completely agree. I feel like I've totally dealt from that. It's like, it's my responsibility to always handle it. Um, I know one thing that I see a lot, even for myself and others, is when people go out and find their own information, um, they always tend to talk over my voice. I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but, you know, they tend to, like, speak for you instead of, like, raise up your voice and, like, your opinions. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, instead of speaking... You know, not necessarily speak for me, but just, like, back up what I'm saying, you know? Uh, Like, if my friends would do that, that would be very great. Like, if I'm at a vulnerable situation where someone is attacking me with, like, false information, that would definitely be helpful. Uh, But, yeah. And I know um, in my day-to-day life, if I'm trying to learn more about um, other people's culture or, you know, just learn more about them and what I can do... Um, I always make sure that the information I get, I know that their opinions and their ideas are much more valuable than like the information I'm getting online because, you know, these people's real experience is more important than, you know, a Google search. And, you know, you have to find a balance between, you know, having your own information, but making sure it's the correct information as well. Yeah, that is very true. So what I meant by like educating yourself and like going on Google and searching, it's just like very basic things that you know like are just should be general knowledge it should be like just known you know um i feel like that can be searched like researched um but if you come up to me with like zero clue and like asking questions that could be slightly offensive like i don't know you know it just depends on the wording and like how basic knowledge the questions are (laughs) that the person is asking are there any experiences you want to share um, about school or even in public, whether they're good or bad, um, today? Um, so I mentioned uh, this um, the experience where you were there, actually, and just, like, arguing with the guy. I, I oh, my God, it was, I loved you for it. Um, I did not know you. I had just moved there, so I was, I was feeling very vulnerable and I just love that you were, like, there just, like, um, proving this guy wrong. And the fact that you aren't part of the minority group, but you're still, like, defending it, like, definitely means more. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a very good experience. I still remember to this day. Um, I think with this podcast, like, there's a lot of negatives that come out and, like, you know, the things that people go through. But sometimes it's also good to share good things that come out of, like, you know, your culture and experiences that you've had that are really positive. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, the yeah, the, the situation I told you about. And I just, I love when people are just very understanding and just wanting to learn. I definitely appreciate that. But, like, 
you know, there's a very fine line between, you know, appreciating and just trying to learn and educate, educating yourself and uh, being defensive and just like ignorant. How do you continue to celebrate your culture um, as an immigrant, someone who's moved? Um, are there any um, traditions or anything that you do that you'd like to share that really uh, keeps you connected still? Um, so I definitely, I still celebrate like all the celebrations I did uh, back home. So I do uh, celebrate Eid, um, which is just basically, it's a celebration for Muslims and we just get and you know, it's a time to appreciate your family and just be grateful for what you have. Um, it, when people are like, oh, you don't celebrate Christmas, like, what do you celebrate? I always mention eat because it's the same concept. Of, like, instead of receiving gifts, we do receive money. So I definitely love celebrating that with my family here. Um, I also celebrate Ramadan, and it's a, a month of fasting. And you basically fast from... Uh, dawn to dusk just for dawn I forgot but you basically from sunrise to sunset you fast and it's a good way to just cleanse your body and to you know appreciate uh, the gift of food that a lot of other people don't get to you know have um, so I definitely love celebrating that with my family at home Moving here and knowing, um, you know, that what we mostly celebrate is, like, Christmas, Hanukkah, um, and Easter. Did you ever feel um, different or, like, you should be celebrating um, different holidays? Because I know that there was always this pressure to always say, like, Merry Christmas. And that's changed a lot recently to Happy Holidays because Christmas isn't the only um, holiday that's being celebrated. Uh, Yeah, I definitely appreciate that, you know, the phrase... Merry Christmas changed into Happy Holidays um, because then it, I feel more included and it's more inclusive to just say Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Um, so I definitely appreciate that more. Uh, but yeah, I definitely felt the pressure of celebrating Christmas where my friends would be like, so like, you know, we just get to know each other and be like, oh, so you don't celebrate Christmas. Like, but can you still like, give gifts and receive gifts and I'm like no that's like I guess the whole point of it like I just don't celebrate Christmas and you know them I I feel like maybe they wanted to include me but at the same time it felt like I was being pressured to celebrate it uh which you know I don't want to um but yeah I definitely like you know talk to my friends about it and they're very understanding now but yeah do you feel like uh, you're more open, um, you know, talking about your culture and your identity than you were when you first moved here? Yeah, for sure. I, as I mentioned, when I first moved here, I was definitely very, um, you know, I just did not reply to people, did not put in any effort to argue just because I felt very vulnerable, vulnerable and I didn't know um, what to say, what to do, like if I was even right, you know. Um, but now I definitely try to educate people on it, you know, uh, I, I stick up for myself now, I do say something about it, if I, if, if it's offensive, um, which I'm very happy that I, you know, changed to do that, you know. 
Thank you so much for um, being here and answering some questions and talking. But I hope you enjoyed um, being able to um, teach people how to be a better ally of people of different cultures and of different races. Yeah, thank you so much, Piper, for giving me this opportunity to just, you know, get to get to let people see like a part of, you know, of my experience and stuff. Thank you so much.